Hey friends, welcome to the Planet Podcast, aligning you in your mindset, nutrition, and wellness. I'm your host, Melanie Barrett, a holistic nutritionist, life, and health coach that is obsessed with helping women to confidently believe and trust in themselves to create positive change in all avenues of life. When it comes to feeling overwhelmed, being crippled by anxiety, paralyzed by what foods to eat, and how the hell to live a balanced, healthy life, I've been through it all and know that struggle personally. This is why I've dedicated my life to helping others just like you to make this world a better place, one mindset shift at a time. Hello, friends, and once again, welcome to another episode of Plant Ahead. I am so pumped to be here as always, and today I actually wanted to talk about something that I feel like a lot of people have been talking to me about that I really see it come up a lot. And, you know, whether I'm talking to a client or a friend or a family member or whatever it is, it's this dirty, dirty five-letter word, and that's sugar. <laughs> and, you know, sugar is something that's everywhere. Oh, my goodness. Like, we can't escape it. And in today's episode, I really want to dive into, you know, what sugar looks like and the different ways it can come. And it's very surprising and how it can sneak its way into things and that, you know, what it does to your body long-term and how it can really affect your health and just well-being and, you know, what it kind of looks like when you decide, I don't want to have sugar anymore and all those moving pieces with detoxing through it and letting it go. So, you know, for, you know, time of year is, I mean, Christmas is right around the corner, right? So it, you know, it's it's the time for the holidays. And, you know, when the holidays are here, no matter what, you know, we celebrate at the end of the day, when it comes to all, cu- all cultures, it's always based around food. And a lot of times it's based around, you know, sugary foods. And I know for me, the holidays are used to be really triggering for me. And the reason being is that, you know, Back in the day, as a kid, I would remember as this time of year would come around, I would get so excited because I know our neighbor, Martha, would make cookies and I would get so excited for her cookies to come on by. And I know my brother would like, and I would fight over them and like who would get to eat the cookies. And it's just so funny as I would look forward to that or baking cookies with my grandmas. And, you know, it's just that, that time of year where sugar's everywhere and we can't escape it. And, you know, the thing about sugar that's crazy is that it's in cookies, it's in cakes, it's in pies, it's, it's in cereal, I mean, ice cream. And I mean, it's hidden more things that we, we probably don't even want to know. And what's crazy is like some ways that it's more so hidden that we don't realize would be something like ketchup. Sugar's totally in ketchup. Like you have to go the extra mile. There's only a couple brands out there that I found, and I think Primal Kitchen's one of them that makes a sugar-free ketchup. And if you have ketchup without sugar, it's a totally different experience. And that you know you can. It's always in salad dressings and granola bars and pasta sauce. Like it's really hard to find a pasta sauce that doesn't add sugar. It, it's crazy, and. Even with yogurt flavored creamer, and you know, I think one of the craziest things too is that sugar is so hidden that although you know something could be labeled, let's talk about let's say yogurt for example. You know, you'll buy a yogurt and let's say it's organic and it's you know dairy free and gluten free and real fancy and has the 
best marketing label where you're like, ooh, this, and they put all those, like, you know, those little stamps that say like GF and DF, and you're like, oh, okay, those are good for me, right? That's just, it's marketing. So then you get it, and you get home, and you look at it, and you're like, holy shit, this is full of sugar. And sometimes it even has more sugar than the regular stuff, and although it's labeled healthy or natural and all that kind of stuff, it could still be hidden in there. You know, you'll see that label like, oh, healthy, all natural, and you're like, oh, cool, totally fine, and like, they can put anything they want like that on packages. And that's a sucky thing too, is that we just don't know. We're like, are, are you serious? This is really in there right now? So, and here's the, here's the kicker. And it's wild is that there are 56 different names for sugar that you can put on a package. So over 68% of barcoded food products in the United States contain added sugars. And they literally can have all natural and healthy or anything like that on the label, and they still can have it. It's really crazy. And, you know, sugar, as I said, can come in 56 different ways. I am not going to sit here and label all of them all day because we'll be here forever and we don't need to do that. But I just want to kind of share some of them with you and kind of go into the different categories and what they can look like. When you check out the label too, you'll really be able to see. So it becomes a really good habit to get into to really look at that label and see what it has on there because... It can come in many different hidden forms. So if you're unsure, always just kind of Google it and look up the ingredients. But I just wanted to share some that might not say directly sugar. So have you ever heard of anything like dextrose, for example? Anything that ends in OSE is usually not good. So it could be something, and you've probably heard of some of these, like dextrose and fructose and glucose, lactose, maltose, sucrose. So anything ending in that OSE, you really want to make sure you check that label. And as I said, if you're unsure, just Google it and really check it out and find out. And they can come in another way that actually does say sugar, something like beet sugar or cane sugar or coconut sugar. And you can see, oh, beet sugar, oh, that's not too bad. And, or coconut sugar. And it's not necessarily that sugar, like sometimes these are not really bad. It's just, you want to be really aware of how much sugar is in them. Cause sometimes you're like, oh, there isn't sugar. And you don't actually look at the sugar contents in the, and the nutrition facts, and you're like, oh, dang, that's a lot. Ooh. So just kind of know that and just gain that awareness around it and just make it a habit to really look at those labels and kind of check that stuff out. And then another one is liquid syrups. And I mean, we all, for example, agave nectar, you're like, oh, it has agave nectar. That's fine. But like, no, that's still sugar. Or about fruit juice concentrate. And I mean, that's all in fruit juice. Like when, we, when you're giving your kids apple juice, you're like, is there fruit juice concentrate? That's just really added sugar. That's all it is. It's crazy. Or I mean, the, the big one that we all know about to avoid is high fructose corn syrup. So those are the different syrups and stuff that can kind of come into play that we don't really realize, oh, wow, there, there's a lot of sugar in there. And it, it can be... It can be tricky and it can be really confusing. And at first it can almost paralyze you where you're like, oh, this is so much. I don't know what to do. And I just really take your time, do the research on it, really look at your labels and kind of get curious about it. If you don't recognize the word on the label, especially in the first, you know, if you have more than five ingredients in something, that's kind of a lot because the more ingredients you add, the further away it gets from being more of a whole natural food. And that means it's becoming more and more processed, the more ingredients kind of come along. So just paying attention. And if you can't pronounce the ingredients or don't know what they are, it's probably something you don't want to have. And if you are curious, get curious about it. Look up those ingredients and see what they are. And sometimes you're going to be like, oh my God, I never want to eat that again. It's really crazy. As you start gaining the knowledge and awareness around it, it's pretty, it's pretty wild. Yeah, sugar can definitely come in a lot of hidden forms and come and bite you. So just kind of paying attention to that stuff is really important. And 
you know, what it does to your body long-term is pretty crazy. And I mean, even short-term, just in general, like how it affects your body. So, you know, we know, okay, the obvious one that we all know is of course weight gain. You're like, okay, if I eat a lot of sugar, it's going to make me gain weight, especially around my belly and thighs and stuff like that. We all, we all know that part, but beyond that, what does it do to our body long-term in terms of our health? And for real, sugar addiction, you guys, is is no joke. And sugar can literally rewire our brain to crave sugar. And you can end up with withdrawal symptoms if you're not getting enough sugar. Like, I kid you not, it's really crazy. And we'll go into that a little bit later with the withdrawal stuff, but your body really looks at it just like like a drug. And a number of studies have shown that sugar affects the brain's reward system. And this reward system helps humans survive. So it's it's also involved in the addictive behavior. And food is a natural reward for us. So having sweet foods or sweet drinks stimulate the brain's reward system and, and it causes you to eat more food. It's literally just like drugs. It stimulates the dopamine in your brain. So then your your brain gets that dopamine hit and it's like, oh fuck yeah, this feels great. It's literally like just like doing drugs. Just like doing drugs. And here I remember when I read this study, it was probably about five years ago and it blew my mind. And they they did a study with lab rats where they had the lab rats consume cocaine and sugar. And the lab rats actually preferred the sugar over the cocaine. That's how addictive sugar is, guys. I just want to share that and hit homes when you're like, oh, I just can't give it up. I always feel like I want it and my willpower is not good enough. Like for real, it's just addicting. I just want to share that with you. So in our brains, it, it literally gets rewired. And then our bodies crave it like a drug where, you know, you get that, you eat that sugar and you're like, boom, you get that dopamine hit and you're like, oh, the reward system in your body. You're like, oh, this feels so good. And then you want another hit and you want another hit. So you're wondering like, man, I just had a cookie. Why do I want another cookie? And before you know it, you're 12 cookies deep and you're like, how did I get here? And it's because it's literally triggering the reward system in your brain. I mean, we're humans. That's how we function. So really recognize and seeing how it's making you feel will make you be like, oh, maybe this isn't something I should really be going into. But I just want to let you know that it's not just about willpower. And this is the biggest thing that I hear a lot of people struggle with. You're like, you know, I this, there's this thing at work and I, I, I couldn't resist the food and it was so hard and I just wanted that cake and I couldn't stop thinking about it. And then I went for it and I ended up having three pieces. How did this happen? And it, it's literally because I just explained, it is so unbelievably addicting to your brain. It's more addicting than most drugs. And that's why it's so hard for us to s- stop consuming it because it's, as I said before in the beginning, it's everywhere and it's hidden in so many things. Of course, there are some things that are more, and, and it's crazy too, like cereal, breakfast cereal is one of the ones that has the highest amount of sugar. And you're like, this is stuff that I give my kids. Like, I mean, I knew I grew up eating like tricks and fruity pebbles and crap like that and Pop-Tarts and all those things. Oh my God, that's pure sugar. Now when I think about it, I'm like, Ugh, like makes my stomach turn. I'm like, oh God. But that's, that's literally what I grew up on and that's what I knew. But that's, I mean, at the time, that's, that's what we knew. And there, I mean, there's more available research and stuff today to really read the studies and research and being like, oh, okay, this is definitely a little different. I just want to hit home that it's, it, it's addicting. So don't beat yourself up over it. Just kind of know and like just kind of research and dive into it. I mean, I could dedicate probably an hour to talking about this, if not longer, but 
know you don't want to hear it all day long, but it's, it's for real. Like look into it and really deeply understand what sugar does to you. It's, it's pretty crazy. And think about sugar too, is that it can, as you know, with gaining weight, it can lead to a greater accumulation of fat in the body. And then which in turn turns to fatty liver disease. And it's also a huge contributor to diabetes. And it also raises your risk for heart disease and a bunch of different cancers as well. So it's not something necessarily that happens right away overnight but it's something that adds up and builds up and builds up over time. Our bodies are fine-tuned working machines. We are made to heal ourselves. So our bodies are constantly trying to heal ourselves and feel better. And, you know, when we have these, something like sugar that's kind of coming into the body all the time, it makes it hard for the body to do its thing, but it's constantly working and trying to do it. So if you notice that you all of a sudden feel like, oh man, my joints hurt and you know think about it some people are like when you take your hand and you bend it and you're like oh the joints in my fingers hurt it sucks or you know your knees ache and you know all that that you're feeling that achiness that that's inflammation that's in your body and that's what's helped contributing to all of that so those are the starting signs that's when your body's already telling you like yo listen up like this is what's going on so if you're feeling like all achy and tired and fatigued and you have a headache all the time and all those feelings are kind of coming up, it really could be correlated to sugar. And time after time, after you keep consuming it and kind of ignoring it or taking Advil and kind of pushing it to the side, in the background, it's really starting to form and it will kick up your blood pressure and it'll increase, is this talking about the chronic inflammation in your body? And is it It'll really get in there and it can create heart disease. So it's not something that happens overnight, but your body gives you those wording signs like a headache or joint pain and the inflammation and you're feeling tired and all those things kind of add up to that really big, big picture that's like, okay, here's diabetes, here's heart disease and cancers and all the different moving pieces there. So it's about really paying attention to your body and listening to it. And it's so easy for us to ignore our body and our signals and our cues, like every single thing that goes in symptom that comes up for us. Every headache has a meaning. Every stomach ache has a meaning. Every bloat, all of it has a purpose. And so the inflammation and the pain, your knees hurt, your shoulders hurt, your hands hurt, all of it. it it's really wild to think about that our body is just like, hey, listen up, I'm trying to tell you something, check it out. By really tuning into your body and being still and present, that's why I feel like meditation is such an awesome practice and why I love it so much because it really helps me be still with myself and kind of, I mean, you know, the other part of your brain that's always like, and chirping. It's hard to even turn that off during meditation, but it's very fascinating to sit still and be there with yourself to be like, oh, oh, I didn't realize I have this pain or this is going on. So really just kind of being in tune with yourself is one of the most powerful pieces you can do. And with sugar, it's it can be tricky because it can kind of run the show almost just like a drug. So you just really got to be in tune and aware and really ask yourself, how am I feeling? Where is this coming from? And, you know, think about it. Like, have I been having a lot more sugar recently? And really starting to monitor your intake is a really powerful tool and that it's, some people consume a ton of sugar and some people consume very little. I know for me personally, I did I don't completely cut sugar out of my life. It's just it's too hard. But I try to, you know, be very mindful with it and create a really good balance as much as possible. So I always do little detoxes from sugar and I'm also gluten and dairy free. So I 
So I don't consume gluten or dairy at all. And then sugar is something that kind of comes in and ebbs and flows. Sometimes it comes in and out, in and out. And I know for me personally, like if I were to eat like a, a cookie, of course it would have to be gluten and dairy free. But if I had a cookie that had sugar in it, for example, and although it could be like brown sugar or sweetened with something more natural per se, but it is still sugar, just like I was talking about earlier in the other ingredients. But the, the interesting piece there is that I'll have that cookie and that you know, let's say I had a couple of cookies in that day. The next couple of days, I will legit crave sugar. And I'm like, God, what's wrong with me? And you'll notice that like around the holidays, you'll, okay, let's say through the holidays, you're eating a bunch of cookies and cakes and pies and sweets because they're around and you're like, ah, fuck it. It's the holidays. I'm just going to roll into it and enjoy myself. And then come New Year when you're like, all right, New Year's resolution. I'm ready to do this. I'm going to lose weight. Fuck yeah. Got this. And then all of a sudden you're like, uh why can't I do this? Like, I thought I was strong. I set my intentions. I'm ready to go. And you're trying to work off a of sheer willpower. And then your brain's asking for that dopamine hit. And you're like, ah, and then you kind of know what's going on. And it's not really necessarily you. It's that your brain has been rewired to want that stuff. So I just want to hit home that it just depends on your intake and kind of what's coming on and recognizing and seeing and listening to your body and paying attention and just really being I always refer to this, but be the observer looking in at yourself and ask, like, look at those labels, pay attention. Like how much sugar am I actually getting today? And if you actually write that out, sometimes you'll like want to throw up. You're like, oh my God, that's so much. So just really being just consciously aware of what's going on and you can really notice and start being, you know, the captain of your spaceship and not let this stuff run you, you run it. So for me, when I have that cookie, sometimes I will notice over the next couple of days, I will crave sugar and I'm like, hey. Oliver, my husband, I'm like, can you, you know, help me out here and be my little accountability buddy as I want to kind of work on this so I don't have that because it's more addictive than drugs. So I just wanted to share that. And when you feel like you've reached a point too, where you're like, well, this, I had no idea. This is really crazy. I kind of want to look at this in a different way. And, you know, you decide what is it like to, and I was talking about earlier about withdrawing and detoxing and cutting out the sugar. So doing a detox is just so good for your body sometimes because our bodies work so hard to constantly try to clear out this stuff. For example, dairy can be a really inflammatory food for a lot of people, like a ton, especially when it comes to your skin health and your gut health and so many different things. But even doing like a little two week break from dairy is so helpful. And I always recommend people to kind of do these little detoxes from certain foods because then your body is just working so hard to try to clear it out when your body's constantly working so hard to do because our bodies are here to heal and they're fine tuned magical machines. But and when our body's using all of its resources to try to clear out the inflammation from the sugar and all that stuff, and it's constantly trying to work and pump, it, when you take that out for a couple of weeks, it gives your body a break to work on a few other bigger things underneath to kind of keep healing and do the magic that it does. So going in there and doing a little bit of a detox every once in a while is really powerful and especially with sugar. So when it comes to deciding, okay, you know what, after the holidays, I want to do a little detox with sugar and kind of see what happens. And it's interesting. It all depends on how much you're consuming, how often, and all those different parts because when you cut out sugar, whether, I mean, it's very hard to do it indefinitely, but doing those little detoxes every now and then and really cutting back on it, you know, gotta cut back on the drug, but you know, cutting back on that will make you feel so much better and it'll help really prevent yourself from getting into the disease, like those big killer diseases that really get a lot of us in the end. So 
really cutting out that added sugar from your diet can lead to some physical and mental symptoms. And as I was saying before, how each person reacts when giving up the sugar is totally different for everyone. And that the symptoms can totally vary. And it just depends on how much you're sugar you're having, how often, and yeah, how you're taking it in. So people find that their symptoms can last anywhere for just a couple of days, anywhere to a couple of weeks, but your body adapts to the lower sugar over time. So I just want to hit home. So it's like, you know, you might feel really uncomfortable for, you know, not really uncomfortable, but it might feel kind of weird for a couple of days. You're like, what's going on? And you're like, oh, okay. And just the same thing when you cut out coffee, you're going to feel a little different too. It's like when your body's used to having something constantly and you kind of pull the plug on it, just like any medication, think about any pill you've been prescribed before and you take it every single day and then, you know, you don't take it. Your body's going to be like, uh, where is this? It's used to operating with that particular thing. Same thing with sugar. So when you kind of cut that out, your body's gonna be like, where is this? And it's going to kind of, it's going to be asking for that dopamine hit, like give me the good stuff. And then, you know, you're, you have to kind of realize like, okay all right, I know what this is. And just kind of being really aware and in tune with your body of what's going on. And you said, as you go along, the, the symptoms get so much less frequent that you barely will be able to notice unless you're really sitting there with yourself being like looking for it, you know? So when it's, when you've decided like, okay, I'm going to kind of cut this out, find a really good support system, talk to your significant other, a friend, work with, you know, a nutritionist or health coach or something like that. When you really decide like, I want to do a detox, I want to feel better. I want to help my body and I want to thrive. I want to have more energy, cut down inflammation and all those different pieces. That's really powerful to kind of do a little bit of a detox every now and then. So when you cut out sugar, what you can notice for your emotional and mental symptoms can be anywhere from feeling kind of depressed. And, you know, some people can feel like they're kind of down and not feeling the best. And a lot of it honestly has to do with the decrease of dopamine that comes into the brain. And another symptom that can come up is anxiety. So you can feel really anxious and that can be accompanied by feeling really nervous, restless, and kind of irritable. And just, you don't have as much patience. And somebody's like, hey, wear this. You're like, shut the fuck up. You know, (laughs) it's a little exaggerating, but yeah, that's kind of how you can feel. And that, you know, you can notice changes in your sleep pattern. You just feel like, okay, you know, I'm not sleeping as well as you're detoxing through sugar because it could just be harder to fall asleep or stay asleep throughout the night, but just rest assured that, you know, it's only temporary. And that you could also notice you have cognitive issues, just having a hard time concentrating as you're starting to step back from sugar. It just, it just can be hard to focus on things, but it's not something that lasts forever either. And that, of course, the, the good old cravings, and along with craving sugar, you may find yourself craving other foods like carbs and, or bread or pasta or even chips or anything like that because a lot of times with those refined carbs, they, they turn into sugar, so your body kind of is craving the next part that goes into it. So it's, it's kind of interesting how your body works, but that's the kind of what to know and expect that will come up and that when you give up sugar, you're also noticing physical symptoms as well, and that usually is just as you kind of withdraw through it and just kind of feeling lightheaded and dizzy, have a headache, and you can sometimes feel nauseous and really tired. And those usually, honestly, for the first, I've seen with people working through them when they do detoxes, it's only last, you know, two, two, three, four, five days. And I mean, if unless you're having like copious amounts of sugar, it could last longer, but they get so much less that after a few days, you really don't notice. So I don't want to scare you and be like, oh God, I can't do this. This is scary. It's like, no, no, no. Because if you think about it, 
how much your joints hurt, how you don't feel good and you're craving it and how much energy you use. And this is a big one I like to think about too, is that how much energy you use to try to fight and use your willpower to be like, I'm not going to eat that or I don't want to eat that. And then you end up eating it and then you beat yourself up and you feel guilty and all the, the energy that you use to consume to beat yourself up around in circles over that certain food that you ate. And, you know, and the thing is, it's not you. You're just, your brain literally gets rewired for it and it wants it. So just really paying attention to that, being like, okay. My body's wanting this stuff. It probably isn't the best thing. And I'm just going to do this little, it's like a treat for yourself. And it's you giving your body a hug and you're saying, hey, your body, listen up. I'm going to give you a little bit of a break. So doing this is actually so powerful. It feels so good because if it sounds scary, just realize that when you do this, you will eliminate that joint pain and those problems and the irritation. And I said, even when you consume a lot of sugar, it can make you nervous, can make you irritable. It can disruptor just like when you how when you cut back the same symptoms that you see actually from consuming a lot of sugar when you withdraw kind of almost the same thing so it it kind of all goes hand in hand so stepping back from that and slowly tapering off is so powerful and you feel so much better the amount of energy you get guys is so fucking cool and i swear it's worth it so you know what sugar like giving up sugar can feel a little bit unpleasant both mentally and physically but just just know that you will feel so much better in the end at first anytime you know you break up with somebody or you try to really change how you're eating or get a new job or just anything different right at first it's going to feel kind of weird and kind of uncomfortable with anything anything that we do change is different right and you know, there can be a lot of fear swirled around it because it's just changed, but just know that the, the beautiful side is, and I mean, the unknown is right on the other side where you can step into and start feeling better and step into that more empowered version of yourself that, you know, we use so much energy to stay in this place that doesn't serve us. But if we're ready to be like, I want to feel empowered, I want to feel good, I want to have more energy, I want to be able to run around and chase my kids or like not feel so tired when I get home from work, I just want to sit on the couch and do nothing and drink wine. This will actually help you kind of step back from that and give you that energy so you can go run around and take your dog to the park or go running and do those things that you want to do and get that extra strength and support that you need. So just wanted to throw that out there and share this with you guys that sugar, it's a crazy son of a bitch and you know, it's everywhere and it's really hard to avoid it. I mean, we need food to survive and it's in a lot of foods, especially comfort foods that we find that we, that we love. And that if this is something that you're interested in and kind of want to explore and talk about, reach out to me. Just send me a message on Instagram or hit me up on Facebook or just send me an email on my contact form, whatever you want to do. Let's talk about it. Like I'm totally here to support you and move you through that. Even if you want to explore all the different moving pieces, I could totally give you a complimentary discovery call and we can talk about it. Like I just want to be here to help people live a healthier and happier life. So yeah. So happy holidays to all you guys. I mean the world to me. I'm just so excited to be here and share this stuff. So I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you love what you heard, please leave me a review and share this episode with someone you feel may benefit. For more inspiration, join the conversation with me on Instagram at planahead.co. There you will find a link in my bio to my free mindful and meal prep guide that'll kickstart your wellness journey today. Until next time, remember, even through your hardest days, we are all made of stardust.